This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1435, Making Amends is Better Than Making Apologies, by Keith Wilson of KeithWilsonCounseling.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show that's all about improving your relationships each and every day in about 10 minutes, Optimal Relationships Daily. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino. Really grateful to be here and have your listenership once again. Now today, I'm going to share with you a post from Keith Wilson, who is one of my personal favorite contributors, and he's going to help us all understand the process of reparation a bit better. So how can we really answer for ways in which we've mistreated others in a way that's fair to them? Uh, Really important stuff. So listen closely. We're going to jump right into this article and optimize your life. Making amends is better than making apologies by Keith Wilson of KeithWilsonCounseling.com. No one is interested in your apologies, unless you back them up with a change in behavior. Making amends repairs the damage. Making apologies is only a promise to repair the damage. One is action, the other words. One will cost you something. It might even bring about a transformation. The other is as cheap as spent air, blown out in such a way as to make noise with your lips. The word amends comes from the Middle French for reparation. The word apology comes from the Greek for justification. So let me ask you, when you're hurt, what do you want more? Reparation or justification? I thought so. Save your apologies. Work towards making amends. Amends come in two categories. There's direct restitution and there's indirect. Amends, or restitution, compensates the victim for the harm done. If you've inflicted physical injury, then pay the medical bills. If you lied, then tell the truth. If you've robbed them of their time, give your time. If you broke faith, keep faith. If you've said horrible words, even if they were true, say uplifting ones that are also true. If you've neglected, pay attention. If you lost your temper, acquire self-discipline. If you frightened, protect. If you failed to keep your promises, don't make promises you can't keep. Or if you do make promises, keep them. This is why in another post I ask you to write a statement of responsibility and an account of how your actions harmed another. Look at every item and decide how you're going to make restitution. Let's take the father who punched his child in the face. He wrote in his statement of responsibility, quote, When you were 10 years old and I was a full-grown man, I lost my temper and made a fist and hit you three times in the face with all the force I could. I then sent you to your room. Later, I told your mother you fell and hit the coffee table. I went on for years and pretended it didn't happen until you brought it up. You didn't deserve that kind of treatment. I was afraid I was losing my authority and that you had no respect for me. I decided that if you weren't going to respect me, I could at least make you fear me. I should have known better. I was beaten as a child too. I should have remembered what that was like and not bought into the lies that it was a good thing. I failed to love you like I should and I want to learn to love you better. End quote. How can this man make restitution? When he lost his temper, he failed to model self-discipline to his daughter. To make restitution, he should show her self-discipline. Since he hit her and caused bruises, to make restitution, he might apply ice to those bruises. Because he sent her to her room and isolated her, restitution would involve being available. When he lied to her mother, he caused the child and her mother to not know what to believe. From now on, he needs to tell the truth to both of them. Where once he made her fear him, now he can protect her. When he forgot what it was like to be beaten, 
He should be upfront and honest about how he was a small child once, totally at the mercy of someone who used him as a punching bag. All this, as hard as it might be, can easily be done if the harm has just recently occurred and his daughter is still small and the bruises have not faded. If years have gone by, as they have in this case, it's going to be impossible to make much direct restitution. He can still model self-discipline, be available if she wants him around, tell the truth, protect her if there's an opportunity, and be open about his experiences, but ice is not necessary. The damage to his child's development is already done, and it's too late to fix things now. There are many situations in which direct amends are impossible. It could be too late. They could be unwanted. Some people you've hurt would rather not have anything to do with you. They may not feel safe around you. You might have an order of protection. The adult daughter in our example may very well have a distant relationship with the father who used to beat her and want to keep it that way. She's not going to have him babysit his grandchildren if he's shown that he cannot control his temper. If that's the case, then the only direct amends that he can make would be to accept the consequence gracefully and not whine and complain that he doesn't have a grandchild to bounce on his knee. You'll want to be careful that in your eagerness to be rid of your guilt or achieve reconciliation, you don't cause more harm by attempting to make unwanted direct amends. Some victims don't want to be reminded of what happened. The nightmares have finally stopped. They've only just moved on with their lives. Just the thought of you is enough to give them the shudders. In that event, it's a profoundly selfish thing to show up at their door unannounced with flowers. Keep your flowers, and then along with your apologies, rather give the flowers to someone else who could use them. That would be an example of indirect amends. There are other cases in which the victim doesn't know they've been victimized. For instance, I often see spouses who have been cheating on their partners. They believe their partner doesn't know it. They fear that being honest about the affair will cause their spouse unnecessary anguish. It's better, they say, to quietly end the affair and devote themselves to being a better partner than unburden themselves at the expense of the other. It's hard to know what to do in these cases. It's true, they can do a lot to be better husbands without confessing they'd strayed, but they can't make amends for lying by continuing to hide the truth. Furthermore, I often suspect that the spouse often knows more than anyone says. People have a sense that tells them that there's something wrong. Often they can't quite put their finger on what, but they know that something's not right. On the other hand, sometimes people just don't want to know. This is such a thorny problem, we may need another post to discuss it. If you honestly find you cannot make all the direct amends that you're called to make, then full reconciliation will be impossible, and you're left with indirect amends. Maybe someday the opportunity will arise for that man to embrace his alienated daughter, do the right things by her, and bounce his grandchild on his knee. It'll be a beautiful moment if he's ready for it. He can prepare by enacting a program of indirect amends. You just listened to the post titled, Making Amends is Better Than Making Apologies, by Keith Wilson of KeithWilsonCounseling.com. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And thanks so much to Keith for this great post. Very well written, as always. Now, to me, 
It feels important to absorb this post, both in terms of who you might need to make amends to and who might need to make amends to you. This post is wonderful for helping us understand what we can do to right our own wrongs that we've committed, but it's also an invitation to think about past injustices done unto you, and if you still struggle with them, reflect on how you might ask the perpetrator to make amends as opposed to just avoiding the problem or trying to move on after having accepted a lukewarm apology. Certainly, you can't force someone to make amends, but if there is still friction and one or both of you haven't known how to overcome it, presenting some ideas to them after listening to a post like this may open or reopen an important conversation and provide some new opportunities for you to uh, to feel as though they've truly answered for their errors. So, Keep that top of mind, everyone. It's time to wrap things up for the day, but I thank you as always for joining. I hope you liked this post as much as I did. Uh, I hope you're able to use it to the best of your ability. And of course, I hope to see you again tomorrow where I'll have another post for you. That's where your optimal life awaits.